where you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. While she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Boogie. Welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast, everybody. Again, I am your host, Molly Ambergie. Every other week or, you know, frankly, anytime that we can get an episode out, uh, we love to highlight talented individuals in the entertainment industry. I am so honored and happy to have her here. You've seen her all over Nashville. Give it up for Andrea Vasquez. Here we go. Hey. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Andrea. Tell us a little bit about where you're at right now. Are you in Nashville? What's going on? How are you? (laughs) I'm in Nashville. Yes, I'm at home and things are going great. I mean, we're like week two of release week. So it's, it's can't complain right now. How are you? Oh, well, I'm, well, thank you so much for asking. I am doing well. Um, very happy again to have you here. Uh, I came across, I was kind of telling you this a little bit while we were doing mic check, but I came across your music uh, through Instagram. And we also have a mutual friend, Molly Levitt, who was also here yes. on the podcast. Yes, via virtually as well. Um, you are a California, Virginia, uh, Virginia native, excuse me. And what I was kind of reading on your website and also here in my notebook, you have a love of modern country and also kind of blending in your Latin American roots. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your inspiration for your music? Yeah, so the thing is, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm all over the place, like as far as my actual inspiration in music, because I feel like I'm such an early 2000s, 90s kid. I love pop and everything, but um, country music wise, I grew up listening to Martina McBride, Shania Twain, The Chicks, and Carrie Underwood later on too. So I was always just really inspired by like, really awesome, strong, powerful females. So I feel like that always just resonated with my songwriting and performing. So kind of have all of that. And I think it's always cool to be, you know, I feel like it's it's healthy to listen to all sorts of different types of genres of music too, so that everything doesn't sound the same or, you know, just to give a little right. bit of oomph to it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what I liked about you, because obviously what we're here to also promote today, you have a single out called Used To. It's beautiful. Um, I Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just, uh, I told you earlier, I'm a sucker for a country ballad. Um, Like your voice is also amazing. Above all, all things else too, you play the violin, the piano, guitar. Um, Just when did you decide, like after having all these multitude of talents and obviously having a music background, what made you decide that, you know, I want to take that step into being a singer songwriter? So, yeah, my my parents always had me and my sister involved in instruments and things like that growing up. And I was always a dancer, too. And so that's kind of where you get the performance aspect of all of that. But um, my family is very musical back on the West Coast. Um, My cousins out in L.A., I feel like most of them are into either they're either musicians or they're songwriters or producers, or they work in lighting and directing and touring. So it's, I feel like I always grew up being like, oh, you can actually just make a career out of this. So I don't know. It was just never something that wasn't a possibility. You know, I I just always knew that I wanted a career in music. 
Wow, that's that is really inspirational. I love that. Like such a humble thing. Like, you know, I just always knew it was something that was a part of me. I love that you have a musical family. Uh, do you guys ever perform yeah. together at all? No, and I mean, we're all literally all over the place. I mean, my my cousins that I like literally grew up with, they are in like an indie rock band and their sister Sophia is like a Latin artist. And then there's me who does country and everybody does all of And then one of our cousins was doing like EDM stuff. So it's wow. all over the map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we, we do collaborate though. My, I, my cousin Jonathan Cohen, actually he mixed used to. So we do, you know, use each other for little things here and there. Oh, but that's an awesome experience. Be like, hey, cuz, like, can you just also mix this for me? Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, can it. I send you this? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the way. Hey, that's what family is. I'm Italian, so I totally understand. You're just like, I got to reach yes, out. You I get need it. this. You, get Do you it. need this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, 100%. Like, I feel like um, the Latin culture is very, like, you know, family oriented in that regard. And I get that being Italian. Super. So 1000%. Um, what I want to ask you too is obviously we talked about your influences like Martina McBride, but uh, what made you decide on the country genre for music? Now that I'm hearing that there's all these different genres that your family is a part of. With country is, I don't know. I just always fell in love with the storytelling part of it. I feel like, you know, out of all the genres of music, respectfully, I think that country is still one of the few that you have all the live instruments in the performance part. And I don't know, I just, I love it. I've always loved it. So I feel like there was never really like a question of what genre I really belonged to. That's a great answer. Just what I felt most comfortable singing always. Yeah, absolutely. And especially you have to go to what you feel is a great, you know, fit for you, what your niche is, which leads me to my next question. Obviously, you are in Nashville. Uh, We kind of touched on earlier before we started recording that you've been there for four years now. Uh, Mm -hmm. When did you decide you were like, yes, like this is going to be the time now. I love country. This is the genre that I want to do. When you were like, this is going to be my big move to Nashville. When was that moment for you? I feel like I always knew that. I mean, I went to um, out in LA and Los Angeles. I was in, I went to music school. So I have a degree in vocal performance and music business and, you know, try to do as much over there, but it was just, you know, a little bit before I definitely prolonged the move for a dumb boy. So don't ever do that. Right. Um, And honestly, it was very quick when that was done. I moved here like six weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Best way to end a breakup. Be like, bye, I'm going to Nashville. And now, you know, you're on the Ashley Molly podcast. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I love that though. That, you know, sometimes we just need certain things to, you know, make the move. And how was your transition into a new environment, like being in Nashville? You know, I was always very lucky. A lot of my friends from LA are here. We all kind of came around the same time. So I was very lucky that I wasn't alone. Um, and people here are a lot nicer, you know? Right. <laughs> so it honestly, I was like, wow. I mean, I, I just remember being completely weirded out when I went to Trader Joe's and somebody asked me, like, if I wanted their shopping cart. I was like, what? <laughs> like, they told me that I was so rude. I was like, why are you talking to me? And then I was like, oh, my God, people here are actually just really nice. They're not, like, asking you for anything. 
Yeah, it's just a nice thing to be like, oh, here, let me help you out. It's a very Midwest thing too. So uh, definitely I've had people do that before, but I can understand my mom's a New Yorker. So kind of like being, you know, having that influence. Yeah, you're just coast. like, why are you talking to me? Do you want to yeah. chip? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a whole different, it's a whole different world. So totally get it. Totally mm-hmm. different uh, social interactions. Um, now, Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you're in Nashville. Was your first single sugarcoated? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So I am correct on that. Uh, what goes into, I've actually always been very curious about this, and I actually have never asked a music artist this, and I should, so I'm going to do that right now. Uh, what goes into, like, making your first single? Like, is that just, like, the start before you make your own record? What's the music industry process like for you? Well, I had a whole collection of that. That whole EP was pretty much majority of it was already recorded. And I don't know, sugarcoat it was just, I feel like it was sassy. It was fun. That's kind of my personality. I have a big personality. I feel like it's a big song. Um, the message of it, it's not, it wasn't too heavy, you know, it was something fun. And, you know, I just think that it was just a good lead single and people seem to really like it. And it's still one of my favorite songs to perform actually. Um, but yeah, I guess you just kind of have to be like, what do I, which, what do I want to kind of lead with and just kind of go with it? Yeah, absolutely. You kind of have like a plan of which ones you want to release in the next order. Exactly. I, I think actually that's a great, you know, what you talked about being kind of like sassy, having like a bold, fun personality. I can relate, uh, especially like culturally and whatnot. Um, but I told you earlier, it's like one of my favorite songs that you have. Obviously, your song that we're going to do today is great, too. They're all really good, guys. You should just <laughs> download all of them. Um, but that it looked like on your website, you said something that it took you on your first radio tour. Why don't you tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So like I said, sure, Coda got me to just do a lot of really cool stuff, um, especially when I first moved here. But I, we, yeah, we went to our first radio tour around kind of like the Southeast, like Kentucky, Ohio down. Um, Tennessee is actually very conveniently located because we've got all of this around us. Um, but yeah, so that was really fun. We tried our first thing at radio. I got to been able to play some really cool stuff since. So thankful yeah. for that song. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Um, you have Running Wild. Uh, that was actually featured mm-hmm. on Spotify's new music Nashville playlist. So that's pretty exciting. And then Bed You yeah. Made. Yeah. I mean, look, it just, what I love, it just keeps getting better and better. Bed You Made caught the attention of CMT uh, and put that on, mm-hmm. they put it on their online playlist rotation. What was that like having, like, what did that feel like to know that CMT was listening to your music? I mean, it's really cool because obviously we grew up in the generation over we'd watch videos on MTV and TRL and CMT. So to see your music video part of that was really, really cool. And um, I got to do that video with one of my good friends, Emma Golden. She directed and shot the video. So that was even cooler when you have friends involved. And one of my, two of my really great friends, um, Emily Davis and Haley Cardona were the co-writers on that song. So it was even cooler because it was just like, oh my God, awesome. Right. 
I love that. What I really like is that you are good, like you have this great network of friends that are working with you. Uh, just tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about, you kind of were touching on it just now. And I love the way if you're watching on YouTube uh, that you lit up about it. What is it like working with your friends on something and producing a project like your songs and, you know, having people listen to it and knowing that you guys collaborated on that? It's just fun because, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. Just like used to. I, My really good songwriter friend, David Espinoza, and I wrote Used To together. This is one of our – I can't even tell you how many songs we've written – how much we've written together. Um, I just – I don't know. I love co-writing, especially with people that you're close to because, you know, you're usually venting about a situation, and sometimes it's you know awkward if you don't really know the writer in the room too well, but – it just flows easier and it comes more natural. They know what you like and don't like. And same with Jason Bobo, my producer on used to, he's friends with both of us, really good friends with both of us. So I feel like making the song like in a whole was pretty fun. Uh, maybe too much fun. We, there was like parts where like, we'd be like, get out of here. I'm laughing. Like <laughs> thinking about something completely depressing, but yeah, I don't know. It's just cooler. And you you know like I love seeing my friends succeed with me and everything so wow that was lovely that was very touching I really appreciated that answer it's always good to see like I completely feel the same way uh being in comedy seeing my other friends succeed and have a great set it's always great working from the ground up with them uh mm -hmm. I yeah exactly so you know women helping women love it uh, what I did want to ask you too, I've been looking to, you've been performing all over Nashville, you know, with the pandemic, has that kind of slowed things down? Do you feel like now that things are opening up again, that, you know, work is starting to happen a little bit more? Uh, I feel like you've been getting a lot done too, with all the music and stuff that you've been producing, but why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were kind of doing when everything shut down, trying to, you know, keep your career and process going for your writing and singing? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was very weird at first. Right, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean this in, like, a positive way, but in a way, it is kind of comforting when you're like, okay, well, I'm not the only one going through this. It's literally right. the entire world. Yeah, No matter absolutely. what industry you were in. Mm -hmm. So seeing everybody kind of just shift into, you know, I, I didn't mind the lives. I liked the lives. I thought it was cool because I the way I looked at it was like, okay, well, somebody who normally wouldn't see you live is – can just log on Instagram and see you. So, you know what I mean? We would have never done that. Right. Had it been um, for the pandemic, but it was a good time to reset too. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we're also kind of figuring out shows wise. I feel like I have been playing as much as possible. I feel like I've been able to do some cool stuff since. So I can't complain. It could have been a lot worse for me, but I got a lot of time to write and make more content. So I would have never gotten that without this time off. Absolutely. I, I love that you brought up the uh, live experience because obviously with podcasting, we've been doing a lot of that too, of, you know, premiering something live, doing a live stream. Uh, do you feel like you made more connections through the live streaming as well, like throughout the country and in people in your city or even with your fans? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I do because I feel like, I mean, I, when I say we, like, I am the same way. Like you kind of stick to like your same normal people that you're following and whatever. And I feel like we had more time on our phones and we were kind of searching, going out of our way more to find stuff. So 
been able to I've been able to connect with fans a little bit more than usual than you know we didn't really think about that before it's like we took it all for granted so yeah social media has its ups and downs but you know this year it wasn't too bad to us Oh, absolutely. I mean, it led me to you. So I'm always thankful for when I have good podcast (laughs) guests. I'm like, absolutely. No, you're so nice. This is like really a good positive outlook. I appreciate it. Um, I've been seeing you though. I've seen like you've been performing at the Whiskey Jam and the Listening Room. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what has it been like? You know, I know that, you know, we talked about Nashville making connections, you know, being on lives, you know, meeting people, working with your friends, but you know, I feel like it's such full circle for you. You wanted this when you were younger. You knew you loved country. How do you feel now being like booked at different places in Nashville and performing it in front of a Nashville audience? I mean, it's awesome, you know, it, and it's it's just different, you know, and I don't mean to discredit LA or any of that, but mm-hmm. the venues, I don't know. I, I tell that to so many people, like, here there's so many cool venues where people literally go to listen to music where music isn't the background noise and it is pretty cool to play at stuff like that here it's, it's just awesome oh yeah I will I the reason I ask is because my boyfriend and I were in Nashville um a couple of years ago and I couldn't believe mm-hmm. the culture there that people were in line for like a music brunch at 10 o'clock in the morning and they're like that's my favorite band or this is a singer that I follow and yeah. you're absolutely correct like they're like this is somebody I know or this is somebody that I pay attention to and it's not just right. having the bar music in the back like Nashville fans are ready to support their people so that's why I love hearing that you're like it's not just background noise like people are here to pay attention they're here to listen uh, which leads me to, was there a favorite show that kind of just pops in your mind that you had in uh, the great city of Nashville? I would probably say like, I would probably say just the first time I got to host listening room pretty recently. Um, Cause again, I share the stage with some of my good girlfriends that I've co-written with. And I mean, it's just fun. I feed off of other people's energy too. So that was mm-hmm. just really great. And we had, I mean, I can't complain. Yeah. Oh, no. I Again, I love your positive energy. <laughs> I love you're like, I can't complain. <laughs> I'm just having the time of my life. That's always a very like lovely, inspirational thing to hear, especially when there's so much negativity in the world sometimes. Uh, what, you know, what I'll ask you too is, you know, you've been talking about writing and producing. What are some future projects that we should know about you on the horizon? So used to is is really just I guess bed you made kind of led into it too, but this kind of just marks a year a new era of just another project that we're going to be putting out at some point next year, mm-hmm. and that's kind of all I'm going to say. But we right. I know that like I just released a song last week, but we're already in the studio working on the next and the next and the next. So just know that. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll definitely keep that in mind. So all of our listeners, like, follow what Andrea's <laughs> doing now. And then, of course, stay tuned for everything else that she's doing. Uh, you are very multi-talented. I said, you know, you play a lot of instruments. Um, now, I know you said you had background in musical performance. Uh, will we be seeing you on the stage anytime soon doing, uh, like, musicals, like, theatrically? Or are we kind of just saying to, like, the singer-songwriting? Are we going to see some acting maybe in the future? Acting is definitely not in my future. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it was like a really bad written like Netflix show where I have like a couple lines, but no, memorizing lines is, I I can't keep a straight face to save my life. I love like playing pranks on people. I love just like messing around in that way. So 
yeah, I I can't do that. But <laughs> performance wise, yes, a lot more bigger shows for sure for next year. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm so excited for you. I love that you said it's just here's the thing. You have such a sweet and lovely personality. So when you're like, yeah, I can't keep a straight face and I love pranking people. I'm like, what's your what's your biggest prank that you've pulled on? Now I have to know what's going on. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're like, I don't know if I should share my plan. You know? Yeah, I was so, like, I don't know if I should share. But I mean, my cut. Yeah, my my dad's side of the family and I, we mess around maybe a little too hard with people, but (laughs) it's just nonstop if you hang out with me, honestly. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, well that, see that, that's awesome. Like that's a great way of getting to know you. I love that you have this like fun, you know, loving side. That's amazing. Um, so, you know, sometimes when I asked you, we obviously are focusing on your career and your music, but sometimes when listeners are listening in, they love to kind of know like, you know, what your hobbies are, what your interests are. Do you have like, you know, speaking of Netflix, is there a show that you're really interested in right now? Or is there a podcast that you're really into? Or is there an activity that um, you're really, you know, happy to be a part of right now that you want to share with the podcast? Right now, uh, watching wise, I'm a big Bravo junkie. So oh, if it's same. on Bravo... Yeah. Seriously? Yes. Yes. Okay. You got to tell me what you're watching now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I haven't, I, I watched like a part of the new Vanderpump. I'm not really sure how I feel Ooh, about Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so, I don't know. We're going to have to sit on it. Yeah. But um, I'm obviously <laughs> right. insanely invested in, um, in all the Erica Jane legal drama and this Jen Shaw drama. It's, oh, yes. It's, it's literally all I read about. Oh man, I feel so understood right now. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. No, seriously. And um, I mean, yeah, I think that this Beverly Hills reunion is going to be insane. Oh my God, right? I can't. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm just like, I I see both sides. I see why the gr- Right. No one wants to get, in, if I was in that friend group, I wouldn't really be saying much because I'm be like, I've, I've been on so many trips with her and I've done this, 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 and this. Am right. I involved? So yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, but like girlfriend, really the, the, like the ankle rolling, the falling off the cliff, none of that makes sense. Um, (laughs) Salt Lake is amazing. Oh, love Salt Lake. Yeah. Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was perfectly casted. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, that's all I, that's pretty much majority (laughs) of what I watch. I just feel like there's so much going on and I just like to, to, you know, I'll watch the news for like a minute and just to get my daily brief of what's going on. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much. So broad, you know, it's like perfect mindless, just. Absolutely. TV. Oh, that's what I say. Like my boyfriend is always like, get your head out of Bravo. Like you need to watch. And I'm like, but when no. you, it's exact, no, right. No, my head is in it. It's invested. But I get what you're saying when you're super busy, especially like you are, you know, balancing the schedule, you know, pursuing your passions, like sometimes just going that's, I think that's our version of reset. We're like reset. We're going to put on Bravo. They watch sports. Yeah. Boys watch sports. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We See, watch Bravo. <laughs> and we watch Bravo. Okay, perfect. So now I have a partner in crime for watching Bravo. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> DM me. I will DM- go all day. 
I, I seriously day. joke with my friends. I'm like, I if there weren't already so many Bravo meme accounts, I would absolutely be making them. 1,000%. Yes. But my I, free time. Yes. <laughs> and don't you feel like you, I, at least for me, I feel like I saved some of them. I'm like, oh, like it's a scene from like a few seasons back, but it just makes sense in my life right now. I'm like saving this. Always. I yes. have like, I should honestly categorize it in like my phone album because I have like little gifts and screenshots no. that are appropriate <laughs> for any situation. Yeah, just but okay. Well, so now we got to get our album. You know, speaking well, speaking of your other albums and things like that too. Um, I was about to say, you know, we talked about your future endeavors, but what advice would you give? Um, I love how I'm like segue. By the way, advice: watch Bravo. Also, secondly, what advice would you Seriously. give to anybody? Um, wanting to pursue music the same way that you did um, and maybe like moving to Nashville or even if it's not country genre, you know, whatever, per, you know, music genre they're pursuing, what advice would you pass on to that person? I would say to not overthink. I'm a queen of overthinking sometimes. Seems. And I feel like, you know, you look back and you're like, I wish I didn't do that because I would have done X, Y, and Z faster. Um, mm-hmm. Don't complain. I mean, don't not don't complain. Don't compare. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. We all love to complain. Um, Don't compare. (laughs) And I think it's something, you know, me and my girlfriends over the weekend, we all are in it. But everyone's got something different going on. And what she's doing isn't exactly aligned with what you're doing or vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a patient thing. It's not going to happen overnight. Trust your gut because especially, especially as a girl, you got to just like, something feels shady get out ask questions um and just make the move just make the move I love that like and it's funny when people well it's not funny but you know it's interesting when people give advice like the way that you just said like you the way you you know presented it just made it seem so simple I'm like absolutely why am so for somebody who said she overthinks I'm like that was perfect. That was very direct. I understood exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, um, I think because yeah, it's age too, and you know, I Hollywood is not very easy to navigate. So I feel like I built very thick skin at a young age there, and I'm like, bring it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, especially in the music industry, or you know, in the entertainment industry, bring it is probably like one of the first things that you have to have on your checklist, like have thick in and bring it. So I completely appreciate yeah. both of those points. Um, so does your family, I was about to say too, like uh, when they, what is, what was their response since they had all their different music genres? I, I am curious when you said country, I, I think it's just because sometimes I feel like people that I've met in California be like country. I'm not really into, into that. So you moved out to Nashville though. Oh, I was about to say, what was kind of the response to you choosing that genre? I mean, obviously probably a ton of support, but maybe just from other people, we'll just exclude the family from that. <laughs> they were just kind of like, really? But I, yeah. mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like most of my, it's funny, like a lot of my family now really listens to a lot of country too, as they, they've gotten older and they've learned to appreciate it more. Um, but yeah, everybody was always really supportive. And, of course, you know, yeah. I even tell them, I'm like, you guys got to come out to Nashville. I mean, Nashville now just has pop, rock, alternative. There's everything here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the place to be. Like everybody I talk to, like I have friends that have moved to Nashville for comedy. It's definitely 
it was always yeah. big for country and music and stuff, but it's definitely gotten so much more diverse. So I'm just, I'm really just excited for you to see all the ventures and everything that you have created. Um, let's see, I was about to say what other shows, and we talked about obviously other like, you know, musical endeavors you have coming up, but are there any shows that you would like to promote really quickly before we head out that uh, you want us to know about? I'm playing um, Bus Call a, a, here. If anybody's here in Nashville, I'm playing that showcase next month. Oh my gosh, it's October tomorrow. It's in like two weeks. Right. So on the 13th, yes. and I'm hosting Listening Room again December 6th. So that'll be a fun thing to do kind of before the holidays, before we kind of wind down. Because I feel like after that first week of December, we'll start to really slow down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's okay. Um, it's always, I, it's very sweet that you said that, obviously, like we have to slow down, but I feel like you're just such a go-getter. So I feel like even when things are slowing down, you're probably going to find something amazing and wonderful to do. <laughs> um, but I will end this here. I'm really happy that you came out to talk to me today about your career, obviously about Bravo. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about where we can find you on social media before we play your lovely ballad? <laughs> Yeah, so you can find me at Drea Vasquez on Instagram, Twitter. You'll really find all my stuff through there. Um, my website's Andrea Vasquez Official, and I'm just Andrea Vasquez on all your streaming services. Absolutely, absolutely. And make sure you follow her on all of them. We'll make sure to tag them. Also, remember to casually subscribe to the Casually Molly podcast. Uh, we have the Casually Molly podcast, obviously, on mm -hmm. all the platforms. Uh, but now, but we always say at the end of the podcast, what are you going to casually do now, now that our episode has come to an end? Um, I have popcorn and wine waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> Oh, that's a great and plan. And TV show. Okay. Yeah. Is it on Bravo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I had, that. See, you know, last night, I, I mean, I feel like I've been in the studio a lot, like this week and tonight's a night where I have this and then I'm just like, I'm chilling. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially like how many hours would you say you would be in the studio a week? It just kind of fluctuates, but a couple, yeah. several several yeah we'll keep it at that you know what we don't even have to do any heavy math but my point is that you obviously because i'm probably going to do the same thing after this you deserve that popcorn <laughs> that wine so, and you and, know what you deserve to do all the chilling out too <laughs> absolutely all right we're gonna chill and the reason why we should chill is because everybody listening you are now going to listen to andrea's new single used to When did you stop loving me? Are we too far gone? Tell me. The nights are so long, we don't talk anymore. If I'm not what you want, what are we waiting for? Let's move on. Do we move on? 
hearts hold me tight like there's nothing wrong that will Like you used to. 